0: Welcome, everybody. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. Got a great show for you again today, probably our best one um, so far. So, yeah, super exciting. So today we're going to be talking about rising prices. And as uh, people are leaving the workforce, uh, people are quitting their jobs en masse. I wonder why that's
1: happening. Do do you like do, do you like Do you go ahead? Do you dead do you do you deadpan that on purpose like like that's been your personality since I met you when you were probably what fifteen or something, but like is that for effect or is that is that literally just your personality? <laughs> what? what is this is gonna this is gonna be our best show yet, very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm getting everyone excited. Yeah, I, and that's just okay, how I talk. Got it. No, I mean, I'm pumped yeah. up. No, it, it, it up, is so really the best show yet. I, I'm confident of that
0: um we were doing uh warm-up lunges before we started and so we're all jacked and ready to go so it's going to be a super exciting show (laughs) um so yeah uh rising prices i'm sure many people have been feeling those effects uh we also have uh people leaving the workforce and maybe we can uh uh, posit a theory as to why people are lose, are leaving their jobs. It is it like, weather? Is it weather related? I think it might be weather related. Yes, similar to uh, Southwest Airlines. Apparently, they had a weather related event, and uh, you know their, their planes were uniquely affected by by uh, uniquely bad weather right over Southwest Air, Airlines. Um, <clears throat> so it might have something to do with that but let's, it's an epidemic. It is an epidemic. Yes. So, all right, let's, uh, I know we were sort of limited on time today and we're going a little bit earlier than normal. Uh, Jesse's got something uh, important business to attend to later today. So we're um, going earlier, but I I, want to share a quick story about uh, my daughter and I, uh, we were having a conversation on our way to basketball last night. She, she's trying out, uh, to play uh, to play basketball she'll be seven in a month or so and uh, this is her first time plenty playing any type of sports and so it's exciting for me to be a part of that I volunteered to coach her team um, and I think it'll be a fun thing for
1: daddy and daughter to uh, you know be a part of oh shit. it'll be good it'll it'll be good for the parents of the other kids on the team when their kids come home daddy said we shouldn't get the vaccine or the coach said (laughs) we shouldn't get the vaccine (laughs) said the vaccine is bad it's hurting people is that true (laughs) yeah so um (laughs) right uh hang on You think like somebody will figure out who your father, who your father is and like pull their kid out. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, with this, with this group of people in this school, I don't think
0: people are really buying into the nonsense too much. So I think that's good. And nobody there had it. Well, actually I shouldn't say nobody. There were like two or three people who had face coverings on. Um, Other than that, nobody was doing anything. It was almost as if life was normal. And, um, so it's a good, good good to be where i am in the world um, i'm very happy to have gotten out of uh boston where i used to live and that that i'm sure right now is a nightmare um you know it, it's funny how different parts of the country have uh, different you know mindsets but um, it is what it is so anyways on the way there um my my daughter asked me about a particular candy and i think at at that age, uh, candy is like a hot topic of discussion among the children, and so I told her about the candy, and then she was like, "Where do people? Where do people get candy? Where do? Where do people get candy from?" And I said, "Well, most of the time, people just uh, go buy it from the grocery store," uh, and she's like, "What? You can you could just go to the grocery store and buy candy." And she's been in the grocery store hundreds of times like this is not this is not a um you know it, going to the grocery store would not be a new thing for her but she's like literally never been down that aisle because we just don't do anything down that aisle and and i was like yeah yeah there's uh, there's a whole aisle usually of you know nothing but candy in most grocery stores and you know we don't go down it because there's nothing there for us but um but yeah you can just go to the grocery store and buy candy and this blew her mind she had no idea that you could just go go to a store and and buy candy because it's not something we do and she had no idea that anything like this um, existed so that was a mind blowing event for her i'm sure to find out that you could just buy candy and it was that easy because you know as as it child that age and i'm sure you know with other kids doing what other kids do and eating what other kids eat it's a hot topic of discussion and so that was a, a proud moment for me and my wife to to realize how unaware she is of the of a lot of the foods that people people are eating so yay for us um, anyways let's get into let's get into this um, so uh prices are rising. So here is here's a brief list of some of the prices that have risen in the U.S. over the last uh, few months. So gasoline is up almost 50 percent. Fuel oil is up 59 percent year over year. Electricity up six and a half percent. Piped gas service is up 28 percent. Propane and kerosene and firewood is up 35 percent. Food is up five point three percent, but um, you know we have talked about food pricing and the uh, sort of um, the time it takes to make to make it, to make a product that it sort of goes through the manufacturing, distribution, and uh, retail process. So you know something is grown, processed processed again usually into a finished good gets sent uh shipped to distribution centers gets um, um and then gets you know from there it goes to the retail outlets and then is uh, purchased and so many of the costs associated with producing food have not yet made it into the final price uh, because it takes a long time for that to happen and so uh it says uh 5.3 percent year over year but That is, I think, in my opinion, is about to increase dramatically. Uh, Meats, poultry, fish and eggs up 12%. Bacon and similar products up 20%. Pork chops, 16%. uh, Uncooked beef steaks up 24%. uh, Peanut butter up 6%. Coffee up 5%. uh, Restaurant prices up 5%. Furniture and bedding up 12%. Sporting goods up 9%, appliances up almost 7%, used cars and trucks up over 26%, new cars and trucks up 10%, uh, motor vehicle maintenance and repair up over 5%, delivery services uh, 7.5%, rent up 3%, and lodging away from, from home up over 22%. And so that's a small list of the various items that have uh, dramatically increased in price. I'm seeing uh, people who comment on economics and the economy in general are saying, you know, uh, super inflation, not, not yet hyperinflation. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think the term hyperinflation gets thrown around a little bit too much, I think so hyperinflation implies, I think, 50% inflation year over year for an extended period of time. And we're not there yet, but we're up. You know, they're defining superinflation as uh, 10% year over year uh, increasing increases in price, which is actually not the definition of inflation. The definition of inflation is the expansion of the money supply. And the resulting effect of that has uh, uh, an effect on prices and they uh, typically rise during that environment so um, just clarifying that but but yeah any any comments so far on the
1: raising of prices I mean did anyone predict this that was this could someone have maybe predicted this or or did, did this was this just another random coincidence that happened I mean if you want if you want prices to go up and you create more supply of currency and then you and then you create less goods and services by artificially damaging the supply chain. Prices tend to go up. Uh, you have you know, less supply, uh, more currency, aka demand, and prices have gone up. It's very shocking. I no one could have predicted this going back to 1972 <laughs> when they were <laughs> fighting about whether to uh, close the gold window or not. And then the currency, you know, went insane ever since, and has then gone insane again in 08 in a new sort of hyperbolic way. And then again in the last two years in an even more pronounced hyperbolic way. So as predicted, of course, by, you know, millions, many, many people, anyone who's paying attention, really. And so here we are. Yeah. And,
0: um, you know, the current policy is certainly exacerbating that fact. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, a decrease in the supply chain uh, or a um you know what's the right word Disrupt, a disru- disruption, disruption in the supply chain you know and and we're seeing disruptions in many different uh, areas you know the the price of energy and even the reliance of energy in a lot of uh, you know chinese factories where a lot of our goods are made um you know so there's disruptions there there's disruptions in shipping we've covered the uh the the uh port uh story here there's a ton of uh uh, what do you call them? Cargo ships waiting to dock at various ports a- around the U.S. and there's not enough workers. Surprise, surprise. You know, maybe some mandates have something to do with that. Um, it's the there's weather. Not enough truckers. There's not enough. There's not enough of anything. And you know, and that disruption causes a decrease in the amount of goods available, as you said, and an increase in the price. And Um, the government for a a long time has been trying to make people dependent on them. So like, you know, I looked at my bank account the other day and uh, we get yet another uh, child uh, tax credit or, you know, some, you know, just a direct deposit of 1100 bucks into our bank account. And it seems like this is happening every month. We didn't sign up for it. I don't remember any law passed or anything like that, but it's, It's a way for, obviously for for them to get us money, which we didn't ask for. Um, But in my opinion that what they're trying to do is get everyone dependent on the government, dependent on them and so so that they can, uh, you know, tighten the screws and and force you to do things that you're um, not super excited to do. And so, you know, we, we have we have the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, that ruling coming down uh, in the last couple days, days, uh, basically throwing out the the OSHA mandates for the forced injections. Um, I was I looked into that a little bit more uh, this morning, and it looks like that's a stronger ruling than <clears throat> I initially thought they said. It's simultaneously too broad and too narrow at this simultaneously. So what they mean by that is if the goal is to, um, well, so it's too broad in the sense that it's a one size fits all. It doesn't take into account any of the discrepancies in a person's job. Like if they're a trucker, you know, they're alone in their truck all day, you know, if there is a pathogenic virus which again we i don't believe uh but let's go just go for the by the narrative for the time being for the purposes of conversation so the the truck driver has a much less a much lower risk than someone who is interacting with you know people on a day-to-day basis or or sick people and so they they don't count they don't take in the mandate doesn't take the discrepancies in 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 the job, in the nature of the job, in the in the amount of quote unquote exposure that they're getting. And then at the same time though, it it's too narrow in the fact that, you know, why is it just a hundred? You know, why is it a hundred employees? That it's an arbitrary number that in in their I'm paraphrasing now, in their words, was, you know, if the goal is really about protecting people, then this is an arbitrary thing, and it seems like the government is just trying to uh, use this mandate to get their way, which, you know, it's like, duh. Uh, obviously, it, it seems like they're just trying to, you know, get their way by f- forcing a mandate and um, is wildly unconstitutional. So, in the language of the ruling, it, it seems like the Fifth Circuit, Actually, gets what what they're trying to do and is uh, putting a stop to it. So I think this is a stronger ruling than what
1: I initially thought, and so that's a good thing. So, sounds like the courts now are are deciding about our health, <laughs> which, right. which is which is funny. But yeah, of course, that's you know that's true. Um, it, I don't. I didn't read the ruling. It would be nice if if they had just said it was unconstitutional. You know, to to uh, sort of classify people based on vaccination status and left it there um but but certainly no good news yeah yeah absolutely and so let's go into uh
0: u.s workers leaving jobs and record-setting numbers so (laughs) i wonder why that is Uh, The the Bureau of Labor Statistics recently released a report showing that American workers left their jobs at record-setting rates in August of this year. In that month alone, 4.3 million workers reported leaving their jobs, resulting in a mass exodus of workers across the country, a.k.a. the Great Resignation. Research, Research shows that workers are demanding higher pay and improved working conditions from employers and also, are looking for support they can depend, like childcare, health insurance, and paid sick leave. Civic science data show that there are there may be another record-setting level of re- resignations in the near future, as early as November. Thirteen percent of workers say they plan to leave their current jobs soon. So, what happened in August that could have caused this? You know, in here, um, let's see, where is this article from?
1: um let's see is that is that is civic science not the publication i don't know yeah civic science right so i don't know anything
0: about civic science but um i do know something about what happened in august of this year that may, that may have caused the millions of people to leave their jobs and um i'm not sure that they're Pin, that, that they're pinpointing uh, their accuracy on the reasons as to why people are <laughs> leaving their jobs. I think it. I think they they uh,
1: left a little bit to be desired here. <laughs> that the the analysis is not is not is a little bit lacking. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> they, they may have
0: left out the big reason why people may have been leaving their jobs, and um, you know, so that has a a big disruption and. Also, in in this ruling by the Fifth Circuit, um, to me it sounds like there is there could be grievances by people who were forced to get uh, injections or who felt coerced into getting injections, and so there might be a lot of lawsuits that are possible from this. Um, you know, since the beginning, we we've been telling people to not. Quit your job, but to force their hand, either force them to uh, fire you or force them to, you know, do something, because at that point you have recourse. Um, if you quit your job, there's very little recourse that you have because you know you quit, so you know you don't have you don't have the same uh, rights that, that as someone who was forced out. And so when they force you out in an unconstitutional manner, that's when you have. Uh, rights and recourse and so that was our recommendation from the beginning we also said that it was going to be it was coming it was going to be a a more corporate uh you know pressure mandate type of thing as opposed to uh you know like a government mandate similar to uh you know children going to school you know they're you know some pub- public school requires certain certain injections and um and there's ways around it but uh it's more difficult but um but yeah i think we were right about that in terms of uh the the government putting it on the corporations to do their bidding um and it looks like there may be some uh recourse that people have if they've been coerced into doing something that they didn't want to do and so Who knows what that could look like in terms of you know uh, what happens in the broader economy? Because if you have a a ton of lawsuits against employers, you have you know I mean that could that could send um, significant shockwaves into the economy. Um, You know liability that businesses would face. You know what does that do to their share prices? What does it do to uh, a lot of things? And so. You know, we're just getting ready for some really turbulent times uh, in the economy, you know, whether you're invested in the stock market or, um, you know, just trying to make it trying to, you know, feed your family. Uh, this is we're getting ready for some turbulent times. And it goes back to the, you know, what we've been saying and, and advocating uh, since the beginning of this show is to localize your supply chains and uh, take get more and more self-reliant and self-sufficient. So I think this is just another reminder of the importance of that.
1: Yeah. And just, you know, going back to what you mentioned about receiving 1,100 bucks in your bank account that you don't know what it's for or why or where it came from, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely um, appears to be a soft rollout of the universal basic income, right? It's like they've, they've come, up with a new reason to give people cash on a practically monthly basis or every couple of months or few months or whatever it is for the last what year, year and a half um, or or maybe six months or whatever it's been since they started doing that. Um, So, so, you know, again, if the goal, right, is to, is to get everybody on a universal basic income, the first thing you have to do is create the need for that. So you need, you need disruptions in the economy. You need a lousy job market. You need incentives for people to not be interested in uh, right? And you need to get, then you need money from the government on a semi-regular or regular basis. Um, and, you know, here you are getting, getting wires, you know, directly sent to your, to your bank account for having done absolutely nothing other than, you know, being filed, having filed your tax returns and, and so on and so forth. So, Um, You know, clearly this is a universal basic income rollout, sort of a soft rollout, getting people used to it. Um, And, you know, we, we know that's the plan and that's the agenda. So not a surprise.
0: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Because, you know, I I literally did nothing other than file my tax returns last year. So they have my bank account information, they know, you know, they've uh, sent money to me in the past with the tax returns. And so, yeah, it's, it's just a way to to roll that out. And, you know, there, there could be other programs like this in place, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I think you're right. And, Um, the more that they can get you dependent on them and less on yourself, um, you know, it's, you know, they're creating unworkable conditions for many people, uh, who are, you know, not planning to go along with the agenda. And so, you know, the goal is, uh, if the goal is compliance, they need to get you dependent first. And so, um, you know, once you're, once you're dependent on them, then they, they call the shots and, um. You know,
1: yep. uh, yeah it's um i feel like five percent of um regret for not having received any checks from the united states government through all of this time because i didn't file any of the stuff to do so um and at the same time you know like i don't want anything from those motherfuckers you know like i don't i don't want any dependence i don't want anything from them and so i i also feel You know, there's also some liberation in that, Um, you know, sure, it'd be nice to have uh, 1500 bucks from time to time here in Ecuador. That's, you know, probably more like four or five grand every time, you know, you got something like that, Um, you know, so that so that sure that would be that would be nice. But, uh, you know, but also we're in the time where, you know, it's all about sovereignty. It's all about us as humans creating the vision that we want to see happen on the planet, living our best life, so on and so forth. And from my perspective, you know, that does not involve getting in bed with the cabal. And so if you want to, you know, and then, of course, the next step from that attitude is extricating yourself. Right. And we had that guy, um, Brent Johnson, on who who was talking about that. It was a fun interview. (coughs) Excuse me. He's got a lot of resources for that. But if you want to get into the natural law stuff and literally extricate yourself from the government in the sense of having to, you know, having to interact with them financially or otherwise, Um, you know, that, that pathway exists on earth. It is, it is clean, legal and aligned with God. And, um, and it is one that is available to us. And it's, it's sort of the next logical step. If you're going to, um, stand in your sovereignty and, and sort of not, you know, not participate.
0: Yeah. And it really might come to that. Um, you know, we're, we're, we've, um, you know, we, we we are pushing back, and there are things that pushing that are pushing back, and, and it seems like it seems like we we just got a win with the Fifth Circuit, um, you know, so that we should recognize and celebrate that. But um, their plans are not done. Um, so I have this other other article. So we have uh, Fauci warns of a double winning Impossible when winter surge. So a double whammy is obviously twice as bad as a single whammy. So this, this could be scary. So with winter closing in and the coronavirus cases rates uh creeping up, once again, the White House chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, is warning that the V's waning immunity combined with <laughs> Delta. Variant may will make up for a double whammy that will impact even the 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 jabbed people. So that's super scary because so you have and, it, and it's just like it it's so ridiculous just with this first paragraph of like what they're trying to sell. So we have we have a uh, potentially harmful injection that has waning immunity by their own. By their own admission and language, and you have a health and, and yet and still, you know, and, and even after you know, boosters and, and the rest of it, it still has waning immunity, and then you'll have to have another booster and another one. And they they want they they use that to sell the unjab on why you should get jab there's waning immunity and uh, there's out there so the somewhat unnerving aspect of it is that if you keep level of dynamics of the virus in the community at a high level obviously the people who are most who are most most vulnerable are the unvied but when you have a virus as transmissible as Delta in the
1: Asher's having a internet connection issue. Usually comes back momentarily. I'll give him a minute. I just got kicked off. Go. Yeah, you're coming. You're coming in and out a little uh, bit. Also. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, let's see. Where
0: was I? Uh, but when you have a virus as transmissible as Delta in the context of waning immunity, that dynamic is going to negatively impact even the VEED people. So it's a double whammy, like Fauci said in a pre-taped interview aired at the 2021 STAT Summit Tuesday afternoon. So you're going to see breakthrough infections. Now, it's so funny and incredibly amazing to me that people can, that the the people believing the narrative can can think of these as breakthrough infections rather than reactions and negative uh, outcomes related to what they just injected into themselves, and 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 they still want boosters. It's absolutely insane, but. His grim prediction meets a chorus of alarm bells already being sounded about COVID's renewed spread as more people head inside as the holidays approach, heralding a season of family gatherings. So even it, you know, in, it, in my life, you know, I hear stories all the time about people whose family members don't want them to be in the same room as them. People are cutting themselves off from family and friends and all that stuff. Because they're, even though they've been jabbed themselves, um, they're still scared that they might catch it from an unjabbed person. It's the psychological programming and twisting of people's brains
1: is, I mean, it's it's a it's something to marvel at, really. And it, it ends, you know, the sort of thing, right. It like ends in split personality. It ends in schizophrenia. I mean, when you, when you, uh, if anyone who's studied, you know, MKUltra and and trauma-based mind control, uh, you know, you know that the way that they go about that is to create so much trauma that the mind splits. Um, Mm -hmm. There's so much fear. There's so much trauma that the mind splits. And then once the mind splits, That's when you do the programming, like that's when the mind is able to be programmed and you can program in alters and different personalities and triggers and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, this is not that different from that on a mass scale. Right. It's it's sort of confused trauma. Absolutely. Right. Think about, you know, every day the ticker on your TV, you know, talking about the case count, and the death count and we're all going to die is basically what they've been telling you for two years now is that we're all going to die so that's you know that's creates fear that's trauma that's that's trauma um in addition to you know you may lose your job and prices are going up and supply chains are bad and and so on and so forth right so there's and there's all these new variants and now that's in the deer population and it's in the rainwater and, and you know pretty soon there's going to be this other variant that kills everybody and so on and so forth so lots and lots and lots of of trauma um and then can, 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 Information, that really, the level of mental gymnastics you have to do to accept would have to create a split in your mind. This, you know, look at what the narrative, look at what they're saying, official story, of hey the jab works, but it doesn't work. But you need to get it. But but it doesn't protect you. But if the, it doesn't protect you from the unvaccinated and you can still transmit it. But you need to get it because you're not protected. if You don't get it. But you're not protected if you do get it. But you need to get it. And people who aren't getting it are evil. If, and still, if, if they don't get it and and they're killing everyone and you might die if they don't get it. I mean, it's, you know, it's on and on. Right. It, and and that's for them. Then for the unjabbed people, you know, the logic, the logic is actually funnier. You know, it's, it's like, hey, this jab doesn't work. We're saying it doesn't work. It has, you know, doesn't last the uh, so on and so forth. You know, the people who have gone along with us from the beginning are now on their fourth shot, but you really need to get your first one. Right. So, 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 you know, you have to like, you have to be a little bit insane. You have to be a little bit schizophrenic to buy into that. So, um, you know, that's, that is not a, uh, unrelated component here when you're talking about, controlling people's mind, therefore getting them to take behavior that you'd like them to take it's it's gotten pretty wild the narrative
0: yeah yeah it's um it's hard to even understand but and the other thing they do is is they try to um they try to you know minimize the number of people who are speaking out and not going along with the with the program so um, you know, this is some, this is not a, this is not a new concept, but just, you know, you, you can see the, the like to dislike ratio on a lot of the, the pro injection videos. Uh, it's all, you know, and that's why they're taking away the dislike button on, on YouTube videos. Uh, but Another another uh, thing that just happened is uh, Robert F Kennedy's uh, Robert F Kennedy Jr.'s book on Fauci. Uh, it was released and went to number two overall on Amazon bestseller list. And so you know, there's there's clearly a you know maybe maybe you know we still are in the minority, but there's clearly a, a very strong and big minority of people who are not buying into this, including people who went along with and got you know one and maybe even two jets. like there's, there's a very big cohort of people who are not going along with this. And so you know, the message again is to stand up and say no uh, because you know number one, a um, you know, hey, it's likely very bad for your health don't do what's in it um what's in, what's in it is secret. Uh, and number two you're going to be able to hold out and 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 not have to go along because the the narrative is crumbling the the laws are on our side which is on our side everything is on our side except for a a loud uh group of people who are screaming and flailing about in a in an incoherent and um you know, anti-scientific manner and, you know, ouched in, you know, proper science and and approved messages and this and that, but it's really just a bunch of nonsense. And so the longer we can hold out um, the better because this world is, um, you know, we are building a new world outside of theirs and it's only gonna increase as the measures they take increase. And so, you know, there's a
1: very bright light at the end of this tunnel. Yeah, the, there's a lot of people, too, who ideologically are aligned with jabs who are getting them for that reason and are also ideologically lo- aligned with freedom and with opposing tyranny. I respect those people completely, you know, people who, you know, everyone has to make their own decision. I can't you know, I don't have any say in that I don't have any control over that. And I don't, and I don't want any control over that, um, you know, but but so so people, you know, some people believe. Hey, you know, the drug companies are trying to help us and, you know, and, uh, and so on and so forth. And, and they believe in jabs and, and, you know, they believe in the whole narrative and, and they also believe that everyone should have the right to choose whether they do that or not and you cannot restrict people's behavior or activities or livelihood or anything else as a result of that, you know, that's, that's fine, right? Like that's a totally valid position and, uh, one to be respected um, and not an easy one to take, right? Um, if you're if you're jabbed, it's very easy to just go along with the rest of your crew, <laughs> um, sort of you know fall into that narrative. It's the predominant narrative. It's the one that you can, it's the easiest narrative to be involved with if you don't want if you don't want repercussions, if you don't want negative reactions, if you don't want fallout. Um, so you know, props to those people who who believe in the jab and also believe in personal freedom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I would, I would echo that sentiment because yeah, if, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're scared and that makes you feel better then you know, who am I to tell you not to do it? Although I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I also wouldn't, uh, you know, force anyone to not, to not get it. You know, not that I have the power to do that, but um, you know, I, it's, it's, You know, people have free will and they are free to do what they want, Um, even though it's impossible to make an informed consent because it's impossible to know what's in it because they don't tell you. Anyways, um, so yeah, this, despite the ruling of the Fifth Circuit Court, I think it's just a, it's just a delay um, I think that they're going to continue to try to push. Uh, you know they they tried this way. they they are appealing it, so they are appealing the ruling. Um, it might go to the Supreme Court. Uh, we don't know yet, we'll definitely uh, keep an eye on this. Um, but it's you know it, it's this is not the end. they've they've gone all in with their agenda and um, this is not the end of it. So, Yes, we, we may have gotten a slight uh, delay, a, a small win. It's it's definitely nice and we should celebrate and recognize it. But also stay vigilant in terms of, you know, where we need to stand up and push back and fight back and, and say no and all that stuff. So, um, you know, they have, I'm sure, many, many tricks up their sleeves and, uh, you know, we're, we're coming into... A what they forecasted as a dark winter with cyber attacks, and we're already we're already used to and prepared mentally for shortages, and so it would be easy to um, explain that away in our in our minds of like oh well there's shortages because of this there's uh, you know the the power grid went down because there was a cyber attack there's they're setting things up to happen in the future to, you know, you know, umbrella term make life difficult for people. And so, you know, be ready for that. No, understand what's going on. See the show for what it is. It's, it's similar to the Rittenhouse trial. Like, you know, see the show for what it is. Don't get emotionally attached to any of the outcomes, but be prepared for what's going to happen. You know, just because you, um, don't emotionally attach to the Rittenhouse trial doesn't mean that you shouldn't be prepared for the violence and rioting when he if and when he gets acquitted so you know just because you're not emotionally attached doesn't mean that you shouldn't be uh you should not know what's going on and uh be prepared for what comes of it
1: yeah yeah 100 percent and um you know, it kind of buys you a little bit of time. Like, it's like if you're on, you know, one, one point we've made over and over again is that a lot of what they're doing are scare tactics just to get you to enact a certain behavior. And so, um, and so that's been very effective for them, right? What, all over the world. When they announce upcoming requirements, people tend to comply with them ahead of time. That, that I think, you know, that we've talked about a lot is the goal. Um, so here we have another example right where we have something announced we have the beginnings of its implementation and then we and then it ultimately does not get implemented we've seen this now over and over again I've seen this here in Ecuador a number of times it's it's clearly a global strategy just to you know just to elicit a certain behavior in the population uh, to comply with stuff that actually will never be um you know, law or never be, you know, actually enacted. So, you know, this buys you more time to, if you're on the fence, if you're in between, if you're not sure what to do, it buys you more time to, you know, find that strength, find that sovereignty, make those lifestyle changes you need to make, make those good decisions, um, you know, and sit, sit with, sit on the path that you should be on.
0: Yeah. Brian Dixon says, my company is continuing with its uh, injection or test requirements. He said he's happy to test. He thinks the injected should be tested as well. Um, So the the test is also another one that that if you you really wanted to, you could, um, in my opinion, get around that. Uh, I was listening to a a good talk by David Martin um, in his uh, show or podcast or whatever it is yesterday. Um, the tests have also not been approved. And so they're in a similar category as the injections, because number one, they're not approved. And number two, you can't force anyone to, uh, you know, subject themselves to an experimental uh, procedure. And so this would be in that category. So, um, you know, and then we we had a, a show with, um, I can't remember, Mateo, I don't, yeah, Matteo. Um, Matt, and yeah. He had some of the swabs, and he's done. You know, uh, he's looked at some of the swabs under a microscope, and some of them have you know foreign particles in them. So I would, I would, I would be careful if you're doing a swab test. It also, it also sort of. In a way, reinforces the narrative that there is something that can be tested for. And as we've, you know, talked about, uh, uh, you know, many times uh, on the show, and in my, I think we are in the process of literally proving that a pathogenic virus doesn't exist. And so, if if it doesn't exist, you know, how can you test for it? Not only that, the tests are faulty, and so by continuing to go along with the test you're sort of reinforcing the narrative yeah okay yeah so all right well that's good so he says it's it's the quick test not the brain tickler so well that's good i mean um you know if it's some sort of spit test that's at least uh less invasive and less uh harmful than the potential brain tickler which you know definitely not i wouldn't go along with that at all but um but still like, you know, if you really wanted to, uh, fight this and, and, um, you know, take it up with your company. I, I do think that there, there are there, you do have legal recourse in that. Um,
1: yeah, definitely. So, and there's also, I mean, you have legal recourse fact and what, what the service you would be doing for those around you who will get to observe the battle would be exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know, when people, when people, when people, good, good.
0: Well, I was saying like, you, you could say, okay, well, show me, show me where they have isolated the virus, you know, show me that documentation. If you can show me that documentation of where they've isolated the virus, then, then you can, you can theoretically test for it, but if they haven't, you, if you haven't shown any, if there isn't any documentation of an isolated virus, how can you test for it? And so, uh, you know, I, I don't know what your company is or or anything like that. And, um, but that, that's a potential legal strategy that you would have with them, you know uh, but it's, you know, if you, if you're okay with, with what you're doing, then, you know, it's, it's it's obviously your choice, but it, I do think that you have legal recourse if you if you wanted to to fight this.
1: What were you gonna say? Excuse me, jump out of here. But last thing I'll say, yeah, I got I to jump out of here. But the last last thing I'll say is, um, you know, it's just when people when people stand up and they stand in truth and they stand in sovereignty and they stand in knowledge and alignment and they stand up and take action based on that. Um, That has an amazing, you know, the butterfly effect sort of idea. That has an amazing ripple effect Um, for anybody. anybody
0: Yeah.
1: That I can hey, hey pull out vicinity via the Jesse, you, here also Jesse can you can you back up like 15 seconds you were going in and out there oh okay sure yeah I was, I was just saying that I have to run but the last thing I wanted to say was just uh the importance of standing up and the effects that that has on everybody around you and on the world is not insignificant it shouldn't be it shouldn't be discounted from this conversation you know if anyone any human who stands in sovereignty in free will makes an aligned choice and and moves forward from that space not only are you going to be claiming your sovereignty and reclaiming sort of your spot in the world but everybody who's around you is going to witness that and that's that's a great service you know that's really that's really something that allows other people to stand in their truths to see someone else in their power. Now, Oh, okay. I have that power too. Um, and, and it, it's inspiring. And so, you know, just don't discount what anyone, I'm not speaking specifically to this person, but to Brian, but uh, you know, a- anyone who's who's in that is in a position where they're sort of thinking logically, like the choices between go along with it and st- or stand up and the standing up means, a battle and it means difficulty in their life. And it means, you know, having to be on display and all these sorts of things. If you're only thinking about it from that perspective, then I, you know, might be a tough decision, but if you factor in also that you're doing a great service, you know, that um, you're, you're serving humanity by being the example, by showing people you can stand up by showing people what standing in your truth and in your sovereignty does, um, the ripple effects of that can be absolutely massive. And it's certainly, you know, it's like soul fulfilling work. So I just want to point that out as well.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. You know, sometimes, uh, um, you know, sometimes people might only need to see one person stand up and then that's enough for them to do it themselves. But, but yeah, uh, I think I, I gotta go as well. So, uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, Please like share and subscribe, especially over on our alt platforms. We're going to be really trying to build our presence over on rumble. So, um, you know, that'll be put in the description and, um, and yeah, uh, please also subscribe to our backup channel. Uh, We get, we get uh, kicked off of this main one periodically. And so uh, we'll have to do stuff on our backup channels as well. So please uh, uh, subscribe to that one and we will talk to you tomorrow.